0: Welcome to Sparkle Speak. This is a podcast sponsored by Sparkle, which is a Christian women's ministry designed to connect women with the purpose of inspiration and encouragement. Each week, we will interview a new guest who will share her personal experience with Christianity. Whether you identify yourself as a Christian or not, this podcast is for you, and our intent is always to inspire one another through our own unique and individual stories of how God has moved and shaped us. Wherever you are listening today, we hope you enjoy this story of faith. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine. And as you know, each week we chat with a guest who shares her personal story of how she came to know the Lord. And today we are honored to have Carol Martin with us. Um, Carol grew up in the Southfield, Michigan area. She has three kids, two stepkids. Um, in the past, she's worked at Chrysler and has since then spent most of her time helping out with local churches in the area. Um, she's currently helping with a newer church. I don't even know if it's called a church. It's a, a movement. <laughs> um, it's really cool. So um, um, thanks for being here with us today, Carol.
1: I'm a privileged. I was honored. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so Carol and I actually, we know each other from way back. I used to live in her neighborhood and um, grew up like with her kids and stuff. We're the same age. So yeah, she's a, a good family friend and it's been really cool. I was just telling her that I've always been really encouraged um, just chatting with her. It's just very evident that she loves Jesus and Jesus shines through her. So I'm excited to, to talk to you today and hear more. Um, so let's yeah so let's get started um the first question this is something we ask everyone we talk to um would love to hear your thoughts but what does christianity mean to you
1: oh boy it's really changed in the past six years i would have said before six years ago um you know that uh god uh, created the world and jesus came down so we could go to heaven and that was pretty much it. I just you know knew about Jesus and believed in him, um but I thought all the blessings would come um once I die and go to heaven um so I really didn't bring Jesus into my daily life because I just believed him and then I just was waiting you know um for later you know for heaven but six years ago I met, I found out that uh, Jesus is alive and we have the Holy Spirit in us and so Christianity right now to me is like i don 't know how I survived all those years without jesus and and the Holy Spirit um, my life uh, when you have when you 're a Christian and you have the Holy Spirit it like you have a life full of peace and love, and it 's constantly changing and it's fun um, i've m- learned that Jesus is so funny um, he 's my savior he is my way, my only way to heaven. Um, he's my life. He's my healer. Um, it's just a life, a rich life. Um, just so full. Um, and he's like someone I talk to all the time now. So yeah, so that's what Christianity today means to me.
0: That's awesome. And, um, yeah, you mentioned that, um, it, what it changed for you when you learned about the Holy spirit and that he's alive. So what was it that kind of opened your eyes to that?
1: Um, kind of crazy. So, you know, I, we started attending in 2004, a mega church, and I started learning, um, you know, more about Jesus. Cause my legalistic background, um, you know, I just wasn't in the word. Um, so, I was a believer, I'd say for 10 years. Um, And then I remember uh, my son coming home one day and him and his buddy Cody had just watched a guy named Todd White uh, in a movie called Holy Ghost. And he's like, you got you and dad got to watch this movie with me. And I sat there watching this movie where this guy just um, let the Holy Spirit tell him where to go with the camera and who to talk to and, you know, what to say and I saw these miracles happening and I was blown away because I did not know that, um, that Jesus is alive and working miracles today. Um, and I just was like, I want to, I want to do that. I want to partner with Jesus in that way and bring on earth as it is in heaven. I didn't know we could bring heaven down to earth and have this supernatural, uh, cool life with miracles and healings. And, um, pretty soon after we watched that movie, my husband needed knee surgery and Tyler said, let, you know, I think it's, this is available to us too. And so Tyler and I laid hands on my husband's knee and a week later he, we canceled his knee surgery. And since then we just go after physical illnesses. I've had 10 miracle body healings. Um, I learned a lot about uh, emotional healings and I take women now through uh, emotional healings and just to see women set free of the lies that they believe about themselves, that a lot of them are rooted in childhood. um, It's just uh, been really fun watching the Holy Spirit actually work in lives and set people free from uh, bitterness and unforgiveness. And then in the same sense, their physical body gets healed Um, when their emotions get healed, a lot of it's connected.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's true. And even people who don't believe in Christ will tell you that too. I know there's, you know, books written about trauma that gets stored in the body, like scientifically and stuff. So that even makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. Um, Well, I'm going to ask you the second question that we ask everyone, and this one is a little more complex, I understand, because everyone's story is not always linear like we talked about earlier, sometimes it's a, a web and a lot of pieces that kind of come together to, to bring us to this point of believing in Jesus and walking with him. But, um, I would love to just hear your story. Um, so when did you like start identifying yourself as a Christian? How did you come to know the Lord? Um, or maybe, you know, were there any experiences that helped change your view of God to, to what it is today?
1: Um, yeah, like I said, I grew up in a a legalistic church, so I knew about God and, you know, there was always a picture of Jesus on the cross, but, Looking back, I don't think I would have identified myself as a Christian per se. Um, I hadn't really given my life to Christ. I didn't know that was something we needed to do. So it's funny how God can use anything. Um, My husband and I are huge movie buffs. And in 2004, we saw The Passion of the Christ. And I went in the bathroom after the movie, literally crying. And I kept saying, I never knew. I, I just never knew this is what you did. For us, I had never seen it portrayed, and I really wasn't in the word, so I hadn't read the Gospels. Um, which I really just never knew. That was my first moment, and so then we joined a um, a mega church, a non denominational church, that had Bible study. And so for about ten years, I was studying it, but it was head knowledge. It stayed in my head. Um, I would read about the fruits of the spirit, and you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, uh, self control. And I'd be like, Lord, where are these fruits? You know, when do I get them? I'm still angry. I am still don't have self-control over some of my emotions. And I don't feel like I'm a person of peace. Um, you know, when do you get these? And, you know, because it was in my head. So it wasn't until six years ago when um, we started being aware of the Holy Spirit. And I realized I have the Holy Spirit in me. And I started talking to the Holy Spirit and saying, okay, like, I don't want to be angry anymore. I grew up with a very angry dad who beat us, um, had a lot of resentment. Um, and so really just letting the Holy Spirit and co-laboring with him, there's verses, it's, you know, we, we are co-seated with Jesus and we co-labor with the spirit. Um, and just the transformation started um, once I became aware of the power that's in me. It's the same power that rose Jesus from the, the grave. And that's in me. And once I became aware of that, and around the same time, Kensington, our church I used to go to, brought in a guy named Jamie Winship, who really taught us how to hear from God um, because it's always there. It's like listening to a radio station right now. All these radio waves are all around us, but we're not tuned in right now. We don't have the radio on and we're not tuned in. But once we turn it on and we tune in and find the station we want, we can hear it clearly it's the same thing. uh, Once we give our life to Jesus, we have, and I think even before that God is always talking to us, whether you're a believer or not. And it's just whether you want to tune in and fine tune your hearing. And it can take a while for some people um, to hear from God, hear from heaven, hear who he created you to be, who your real identity is. Um, So uh Yeah, you know, uh, before that happened, I, because of the father I grew up with, and, you know, got beat a lot with a belt, and we actually had to pick which belt we wanted to get beaten with, there was a lot of bitter roots, a lot of anger. Um, And I knew I believed in Jesus. um, And I just, life was just really in 2014, just so much had happened and depression. Um, I think when you grow up with trauma and abuse, you, you just have depression in you. It's just... Something we deal with, and life got so dark in November 2014 that I was just like, I just want to go to heaven. I this is too painful. I didn't think my kids liked me anymore, they were all teenagers. Our marriage was struggling. Um, I just wanted to go to heaven because I didn't know yet at the time that heaven can come on earth through the Holy Spirit, and so I literally knew I was going to go home, shut the garage, and just I thought that would be an easy pain-free way to die was leave the car running. Mm-hmm. But our son was home from, he had, he was living with us his first year after college. And I walked in the door said, Oh, I guess I can't do it tonight. Cause Tyler's home. And I walked in the door and he was right in the laundry room and I'll never forget. He said, stop. There's something dark that's coming in the house with you. We need to pray it away. And I realized, started looking up scripture about darkness and Satan and demons. And I realized like Satan doesn't want any of us to have a rich, full life. He knew the, you know, because he's a spiritual being, he knew God's plans for me. And he knew that I was going to take all these women in the future through healing prayer and set them free. And he didn't want that. So he wanted me to like sit in the dark and only think about the bad stuff. And so literally, I feel like November 2014 was like a new birth for me because I realized we we can battle those thoughts, those dark thoughts and those dark times and depression um, with truth and scripture. And it's just, you know, I had to learn how to read the Bible and how to sit in scripture and how to let truth um, overcome my sadness. And, um, and we do. We have the tools and it's in the word.
0: Mm. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. I mean, that's such a powerful story. And um, how amazing is it that Tyler was able to physically sense that the darkness that, that Satan was pressing upon you. And um, almost like it gives a, 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 picture and a vision to what darkness is. Cause we don't always, you know, when we're depressed or we're anxious, we don't always see that as, as, an evil presence over our lives. But like when you painted that picture for me, it made it so clear the battle that goes on
1: the lies. He's a, he comes to uh, what is it? Lie, steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. So anything in our life that is, um, you know, destroying us or stealing our joy um, or telling us we're not good and we're, you know, horrible people and we should feel shame. That's all from Satan. You know, when when you are in that, you are, and and I still, it's like circumstantial, you know, something bad happens in your life and you do have to go through a grieving and a sadness, but it's when you can't get out of that pit that then, you know, you need help and you need the Holy Spirit and you need the word of God uh, and you need good Christian friends around you that will help lift you up. So I'm not saying, you know, oh, once you know Jesus, you're never going to feel depressed you now have tools to battle um sad because we're we're in a life that can be very hard at times um mm-hmm. so it's what tools do we have and there, you know the scripture the armor of god it tells us we have these tools to battle um tough times yeah. like we don't have to sit in the muck
0: right and jesus never promised a perfect life he right. in fact he he told us the exact opposite. He said, you will encounter trials. You will suffer. You will be persecuted. You will, you know, have all these, these hard things happen. But, but the difference with, with being a Christ follower is that you, you can have joy through
1: those things. Um, That's part of that uh, scripture is, but I have come to give you life and life to the full mm -hmm. And that. Like we all want to be happy. You know, but right now, happiness is based on your circumstance. When life's going good, I'm happy. And then when bad things happen, I'm sad. But um, scripture teaches us we can find a different type of happiness and Mm -hmm. joy, um, no matter what is going on around us. That's my big saying right now. No matter what, I have to love. And no matter what, I I can tap into the joy of Jesus.
0: That's cool. I also really like what you said about... um, just the power of the Holy Spirit, because I think a lot of us, you know, you can we can be Christians. We can believe in Jesus. We can have invited him into our life. Um, we can acknowledge that he's real and yet still not walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's a, a daily choice, it's a minute by minute choice, but we always have access to it. Um, and that was something cool I've been learning learning more about too lately. Cause it's like that's a journey we're gonna be on for the rest of our lives until we die. is just learning how to tap into his power. And and Jesus promised we would do the things he did in his life, his ministry, and even greater when we walk in his his Holy Spirit. So I love that that's such a, a big part of your story.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean we go after um you know when someone has cancer, we just are like we believe our our Lord heals that and the power that Jesus had when he walked on the earth is in us and so right now we have a friend with Parkinson's and we just we keep every time we see him we lay hands on him and we're like you know we know our God is bigger than Parkinson's and our God uh, if you look at scripture in Isaiah 53 um, Jesus died for our most people think it's just for our sin but actually the word in Hebrew is or Hebrew or Greek is sozo. So. And sozo means he died for our emotional, our physical, and our spiritual um, everything. So he died so we go to heaven, but he also took every disease to the cross and already com- defeated it. And so we have this power um, available to us to, uh, you know, to heal um, and to get well. And
0: to yeah, yeah. And scripture says you have not because you ask ask not. So why wouldn't we, we ask for things and believe that he has the power to change it. 100%. Um, Well, thank you for that. It's a beautiful story. Um, Do you have any like favorite verses or just advice or something you've been learning lately um, more, more recently in your life that you can share with our listeners?
1: yeah it's funny cuz you know if you asked like 2 months ago it would have been a different verse and that's why i love the word is alive you know because it wherever you're at and wherever he wants to work on your heart and you can read something one month and then go back and something different will pop out so i call this my 911 um verse you know you call 911 when you're having an emergency and you need help from someone so this is my 911 that's been the last couple months it's john 15 verse nine. So that's the nine of the one, one. And it says, uh, Jesus is talking. And he said, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you now remain in my love. So to just sit back and think. So as the father loves Jesus, like we can't, I can't even begin to grasp how intensely and fiercely God, the father must love his son, Jesus, just he's God and we're human. So we can't even grasp his ways are so much bigger than ours. So just even trying to imagine that. And then the next part of it is Jesus saying, that's how much I love you. And so just trying to remain in this fierce, intense love. um, I mean, they created us, they knit us in our mother's womb. Um, So just sitting in that love is has just been impacting me the last couple months and then uh, so 911, so the 1 one is the next verse um, verse 11 and that same thing Jesus said, "I have told you this about this great love he has for us, so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So it's not our joy because like you had said earlier, our joy is circumstantial. It's Jesus' joy. And that we have in us, and it's tapping into that joy no matter what is going on in my life, no matter how sad. So, you know, we have something really um, hard right now going on in our life, and I can either think about it all day and start resenting this person or getting angry, or, or I can just like stop my thoughts, you know, win the battle in my mind and focus on how much I'm loved and the joy of Jesus that I can tap into. Um, so that that's a big one. And then the next verse is Revelation 19.10, which says the spirit of prophecy is a testimony of Jesus. And I think what you're doing right now, um, hearing someone's testimony can change someone's life. Um, I had told my testimony of how my back, I, live, I was a chronic pain sufferer for 18 years on so many drugs, Vicodin and Gabapentin and Meloxicam and getting epidurals in my back and my neck and just And i got supernaturally healed this will be for another podcast but um a week later a guy came up to me that heard my testimony and he said i can't even sleep because of my back pain and i feel like the holy spirit's telling me that for you to pray for me so i laid hands on his back and the holy and god healed him through me through my healing and my testimony and that was two three months ago and he has not had any pain return so our testimony can give people hope uh, that they can have the same thing. So our testimony, what Jesus has done in our life is, could be a prophetic word over what the Lord wants for their life. Oh, so 100%. Verses are my, uh, my go-to verses right now.
0: That's awesome. I love that. Actually, as you were sharing um, the first one, I I've had a thought, pop into my head yesterday and i was just thinking about um you know being a mom and i'm a first time mom i have a 1 year old and one on the way and i was just like amazed by my drive that i have now for my kids like i would do anything i would literally do anything for my son like i i i was up at 4 a.m. And I didn't even care, you know, it's like before I had him, that would have probably ruined my day. (laughs) But now I'm like, I would do anything. I got this. Like, I just love you. And that will motivate me to do anything. And I was thinking that is not even close to how much God is capable of loving us. Like he is love. It says God is love and he's perfect love. He's not even blemished the way we are. And so, if I'm imperfectly loving my son, but I know how much I love him, and that's I would die for him, it's like holy crap! The love that God has for us is just—it's absolutely unbelievable. And um, I think when you when you realize that, when you live in light of that every day, it just absolutely changes you. It has to.
1: Yeah, when I take women through healing prayer, we tap into that because, I, especially mothers. So when your son—he's not perfect; he does things that are bad and as he enters the twos they're gonna get Mm -hmm. bad you don't shame him you don't continually for two three days tell him gosh what you did that was so bad you're a bad boy like you don't live in that you correct him and then you direct him to something better and that's what the father the the liar the the, Satan wants us to sit in our shame and continually tell ourselves gosh what we did twenty years ago was so bad Um, but he does. He's like he's like us, but so much more. And he, you know, so anytime we're sitting in shame or feel horrible of ourselves or speaking lies, we just got to remember we don't do that to our own kids. If we do, then we're very broken and we need to get healed. We correct them and then we we move on. The love isn't removed, but yet we think God the Father removes His love from us because of something we've done. And so that's why this 9-11, it's like, if we truly sit in this and receive it, our lives, our hearts, our peace, our forgiveness of ourself, it's so much, um, so much greater and our lives can become so much richer uh, and we can love better because we love ourselves because we know how much mm-hmm. the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit love us.
0: Absolutely. It's hard to love from a broken place. Um, granted we will always be broken human beings, you know, until we exit the earth because that's just life. But, you know, we do get, we do get healed. We do get better and yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been amazing. I feel super encouraged. So (laughs) thanks for taking some time out of your morning to, to talk to us and to make this podcast. And I'm sure, um, many people who listen to this will be blessed from your story. So thank you.
1: Good. thank you it's good talking to you this morning Kendra.
0: you too bye carol bye. Bye. thank you for tuning into this week's episode of sparkle speak If you are interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at underscore SparkleFaith underscore or at SparkleFaith.com. There you can find information on upcoming events and speakers. And please feel free to reach out to us if you have a personal story of faith that you would be willing to share with us. We hope you tune in again next week. And we hope your week is full of the sparkle we all need.